Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hello, Agent Power Huddle and Agent Collective. How are you? My name's Dan Roshan. That's all the energy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please calm down, folks. It's okay. I'm all right. It's, you know, sit down. It's okay. Hi, Nadia. How are you? Is it not Amicon? Is that your maiden name, maybe? Or is Amicon your first name? I'm curious about that. The parentheses there. You with us, Nadia? All right. Maybe not. That's okay. Well, welcome. Hello, Autumn. Hello, Lisa. And I know that there's more that are joining us today. So today we are going to be talking about the anti-script class. So uh, Lisa, I know that there's some people coming in there. So just want to make sure we're good to go with that. And uh, hello, Kristen. I'll um, get started here in just about 30 seconds. I just want to give you guys a chance to join us. Hello, Fran. Yeah, I'll I would let people in for you. Yeah, thank you. I would love to be able to see your beautiful, smiley, shiny faces if that's a possibility. Uh, because I know that when you interact, uh, when you participate, and when you have your videos on, you make more money. Does anybody here want to make more money? Anybody? Anybody? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fran, I love I you will- to death. Hell yeah. <laughs> I will be back at the office shortly. So just bear with me as I uh, finish up driving here, okay? Fran, you get a pass to keep your video off because I got a hell yeah from you. So we'll give you a pass. That's fantastic. And I know that we'll see you here shortly. So uh, hello, Kristen. Hello, Brina. Hello, Luke and Skyly. Welcome. I'd love to be able to see your beautiful, shiny faces if that's possible. My name is Dan Roshan. Today, we're going to talk about the anti-script class. So have you heard real estate coaches in the past tell you about using scripts. Who here's heard that before? Shout out, raise your hand. Lisa raises her hand. All right. So I'm going to assume that you've heard that before. And if you've heard that before, that you should use scripts, what would cause me to teach an anti-script class to say, let's not use scripts? Raise your hand, raise your virtual hands. That's right. And so What do you think would cause me to teach this class? Perhaps it's um, it's that when you're using scripts, has anybody ever considered that the scripts are are following languaging patterns? Has that been something that you may have considered? So instead of teaching you, here's what to say to an expired, here's what to say to a for sale by owner, here's what to say to a buyer, whatever the case may be, would it be more valuable for you to learn patterns of languaging that will allow for you to be able to be more effective in your persuasion communication? Would that be more effective for you? Yes? All right. So if that will be more effective for you, then what are those patterns? So let me share this. Has anybody here ever gotten an objection? Hello, Travis. Welcome. Love to see your beautiful smiley face if you're available. Michelle's joining us as well. All right. Hey, hey, Travis. What's up, my man? Nice to see you. Thank you for having your video on. So if... Um, what's happening? 
Yeah, hello, hello. So I want to. I'm curious, what type of objections have you guys heard in the past? Because what I want to teach you is languaging patterns, and not only just languaging patterns, but patterns of communication with your clients, so that you don't get those objections. So to be able to understand what those objections are, what would an objection in real estate be? Who wants to share that, chat it out, shout it out, whatever the case may be? Price is too high. I'm going to wait for them to come down. Okay, price is too high. I'm going to wait for them to come down. Price too high. Who else has a something that you've heard as an objection? Maybe it's been, um, I my credit sucks. Has anybody ever gotten my credit sucks? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've gotten that before. So my credit is poor. So I'm going to use a different color here. So poor. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was using a different color. I just using a different crayon and it's the same color. So, uh, but either way, so we got prices too high, poor credit. What other objections could we have? Hello, Nadia. Oh, Nadia. Okay. Welcome back, Nadia. Glad that you joined us. Hello, Patty. Thank you, Patty from Laguna Beach for having your video on. You are the gold star winner. I'm going to give you kudos. You get the Agent Collective Award of the day. And um, what that award is, when you show up tomorrow, I want you to ask Jesse that Dan promised you an award. I don't think he'll be back till like Monday or something, right? But the next time you see Jesse, I want you, Patty, you say to Jesse, say, Dan promised me an Agent Collective Award. What do I win? We're just going to set him up just for just for fun. Is that good? Is that good? Patty, all right. Have you heard <laughs> objections in real estate sales before? All the time. All right. What's an example of an objection that you may have heard? You're on mute. You're on mute. I'm just trying to think. I haven't had enough coffee yet today. <laughs> okay. How about this? I haven't had enough coffee yet today to make a decision. Not enough coffee. I'll go with that as an objection. Right. There could be some sort of variation on that from a buyer or a seller. Maybe it's just like I'm not in the 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 the, the, the mindset right now to, to make a decision. I got to think about this. I have to meditate on this. Has anybody ever heard that? I have to pray on this. I have to meditate on this. Is has ever anybody received that besides myself? OK. What other objections do, do we get in real estate sales? Decided to rent instead of buy. Rent instead of buy. Rent instead of buy. Thank you, Michelle. That's awesome. What else you guys get? Rent instead of buy. I've got a whole list of them over here. I'm going to pull these out here. Uh, I already have an agent. I already have an agent. Okay, well, that's one that we're going to leave that one alone. Um, <laughs> but uh, unless, if, unless if they don't really already have an agent. Okay, because sometimes people will say that. And so um, so if you hear that, your response should be, have you hired them? My response is usually, you know, great. You know, are they from the area? Probably no. What's their name? Yeah. A lot of times I'll, they can't yeah. even tell you a name, so they're full of it. Yeah, yeah. I like that as well. Um, I would um, I used to say that also, Travis. And then what I learned was that it's a little bit conflicting because my job right there is to is to move them forward with me. And instead of like calling them out because you you are right, they're probably full of it. Uh, but instead of calling them out on it, which actually moves them away from me, uh, what I've uh, what I changed uh, because I used to say that myself was uh, just simply have you hired them yet? 
because then you'll learn if um, if they do have an agent or not. Um, but other things that may cause um, uh, buyers, buyers and sellers to give you an objection. Let me throw this out at you. Is a buyer anxious when they buy a home? Has anybody ever experienced a buyer being anxious when they bought a home? Scared, maybe. Maybe they have a life event going on. Maybe it's a um, uh, maybe it's a new job. So, new job. So we're getting a little bit away from objections now. And uh, Lisa says, especially for first-time home buyers. So uh, for that that fear, right? So we're getting a little bit of, get away from objections. We're going to tie all this in here in about three minutes, okay? Uh, but what else can your buyers and your sellers be experiencing? Like what, think about the last buyer or seller that you've helped. What caused them to want to buy or sell? Maybe it was a job relocation. Maybe it was a, we're having a baby. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe it was a, uh, an inheritance, you know, a probate. forbearance. Okay, forbearance. Let me ask you if someone's going through a forbearance and they went, they had a forbearance and now that forbearance is expiring, are they experiencing what are they experiencing emotionally? Fear. Fear. What else? Desperation was my last one. Fear. Desperation. She called us the Calvary. <laughs> hey, bring in the big, bring in the big guns, Patty. <laughs> All right. I love you. That's fantastic. So we're experiencing fear, desperation, uh, maybe anxiety. Would anxiety perhaps be uh, something that they're uh, experiencing? 100%. I would have described her as fragile. Oh, fragile. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to encourage for you guys to do, because we're only going through a piece of this right now, right? But what I want to encourage for you to do, hello, Fran, thank you for having your video on. I want to encourage for you to consider what your client is experiencing. I want you to consider what your client is um, feeling. And so now what we want to do is we want to do two things is we want to acknowledge the feeling up front, and we want to acknowledge the obstacle up front. So what do I mean by that? So this is the anti-script class. So if you consider this, um, what you're doing is if you can imagine walking up a staircase that you want a result, what's the result that you want in a real estate sales transaction as, a, as an agent? What result do you want to achieve? You want to help somebody achieve their goal. Okay. Ultimately a sale through helping somebody either achieve their goal or solve a problem. Okay. So that's what we get paid to do is either help people achieve a goal like Travis says, or help them solve a problem. And as a result, we get compensated for that. Would everybody here agree on that? Yes. Yep. We're all in alignment. All right. Fantastic. So if we can imagine that we want to get that result, and right now we are in a place that we're consulting with a client, say it's upfront, say it's that buyer. It's really, really important that you have an understanding of what the objections in the future will be and of what the feelings may be. So let me give you an example. Has anybody here ever run into uh, underwriting uh, problems? say like five, six, seven days before before closing. Fran nods her head, yes, okay. 
So if up front, before I take them to see their first home, I have a conversation with them that goes something like this. Fran, even great buyers like you who have fantastic jobs and perfect credit, sometimes they encounter a few days before closing that they will experience that the underwriters will come back and ask for all kinds of obscene nonsense and, and ask for document after document after document. And I want to just share with you, Fran, that this may occur in the future. It doesn't always happen, yet it's something that may occur. Now, if I have that conversation up front and seven days before closing, the underwriter asks for all kinds of nonsense, how does the buyer perceive me as the representative? What are you guys' thoughts? Knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Professional. Expert, right? Would you guys agree to that? Now, on their side, let's say that I don't have that conversation. And seven days before closing, the underwriter comes and asks for all kinds of nonsense. Now, how does the buyer, how do you think the buyer perceives me? Wanting to know why you didn't tell him this. Yeah. What... Yeah. Maybe you let me down. Maybe you should have told me what the heck was going to happen. Maybe you're an idiot. Not you, friend. I'm not talking to anybody here, right? I'm saying like, you know, sorry. <laughs> okay, I take that back. I take that back. But, I've been called that before. It's okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm not talking. All right, yeah. All right, so maybe you, you know, maybe you don't know what the heck you're doing. Now, what happened differently in option A and option B? What happened differently? Nothing. The, the only difference was is you prepared it before it happened, the same thing happened. See, once upon a time, so I learned this because once upon a time, I used to own a really rather large real estate brokerage. And uh, when I when I owned that brokerage, I'd have agents coming to me almost every single day saying, hey, Dan, this just happened. How do I fix it? And I could help them fix it. Yet what I started learning was that there was commonalities of poor credit. Commonalities of underwriting challenges, commonalities of I want to rent instead of buy. Commonalities of we did a repair on the transaction. We didn't put any money into escrow. And now that you know we're representing the seller side, the seller fixed everything. And now the buyer says that they don't they don't want to accept the repairs. Now what do I do? Okay. These are common things that we experience throughout the transaction. And I don't care what marketplace you're in. I'm, I'm giving you generalities. This should apply to everybody here. Would, would, is what I'm saying right now, does that apply to you in your marketplace? Would everyone give me a thumbs up? Yes. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Okay, fantastic. So if this exists in all of our marketplaces, then couldn't we, instead of being reactive, perhaps be proactive? Instead of being reactive, we have the conversations up front. So I'll give you some examples of other conversations you can have up front here in just a few moments. I'm going to give you actual examples, and you can use these conversations in your consultation. 
But before I do that, I also want to take a look at, you see in the red here on the board here, of the feelings that they're feeling. So if you address the feelings up front, this is almost more important than, than addressing the, uh, the tactical things. Mr. Byer, I know that right now you're getting a new job and I'm really excited for you. And I also know that that could be causing you some stress, right? Like right now you may be in a place that, you know, maybe even be uncertain, unsure, right? You may be thinking like, is this the right job for me? And I know that we throw this by in this condominium on top of that, you know, that feeling that you're having right now of, oh my goodness, I'm scared S-less, right? Like I'm scared to whatever, right? I know that, that you feeling like that right now, compounded with the fact that you're buying a home could cause you some, you know, some anxiety. Can you share with me a little bit more about what you're feeling right now? Right now, you're not going to share that with, so you're not going to say that to somebody coming off a Zillow lead before you start the relationship with them. That's not going to happen. But what you can do and what you should do is to be able to, to walk them through a pattern so that early on in a relationship, you start addressing the emotion. Okay, because when you know that they're going to be frightened, when you know they're going to have buyer's remorse, and you address it up front, when they experience that buyer's remorse, do you think that they're going to be more uh, like attracted to you or repelled from you? What do you guys think? You think they do? It's like now you're mama bear or papa bear, right? I got your back. Patty, go ahead. I've been called mama bear. <laughs> hey, mama bear, mama bear, mama bear. Yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. Hey, you get the mama. Patty is the Agent Collective Mama Bear Award. That's what you're getting. I'll tell it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Right. But if you think about it, when you're dressing all this stuff up front, the emotions and what will happen, now you have that trust. What most agents do is they don't, uh, they don't follow a process so now they're being reactive through, I know that's not you guys, right? But, but, but now for what most other agents do, they're not following a process. So now they're being reactive to now they have to come and fix stuff. Okay. And, and the stuff that they have to fix can all be predictable. Now we have a small audience today and I'm grateful to have a small intimate audience, right? That's really awesome. If we had a larger audience right now, we probably have about 50 things on this board behind me of what could go wrong in a transaction. Would you guys agree with that? Yes, okay. So if we, so if there's probably 50 things that could go wrong in a transaction and you address them up front before they occur, then what are some of those things and how do you address it? Let's talk, I'm gonna take one that's gonna combine a tactical and emotional type thing. So let's take a look at the um, a home inspection. When does a home, all right, so when does a home inspection occur throughout a transaction? Like what time period? Three or four days. Three or four days after you go under after you go under contract or ratify or go into escrow, whatever you call it. Okay, I call it um, a go under contract, right? Uh, if you're on the West Coast um, escrow, so three days after the buyer and the seller agree, three, uh, you know, somewhere between say one and seven days in that in that ballpark time period, depending on where you're looking. The the buyer is doing a home inspection. 
So let's predictably, what will we predict that the buyer's experiencing emotionally at this point? What do you guys think? What's the buyer experiencing emotionally? Maybe did I write, did I make the right decision? Could that be something that they could experience? Excited with apprehension. Yeah, uncertainty. Uncertain. Excitement, I heard excitement. Mr. Mr. Mrs. Buyer, thank you so much. Before we go out, before we even start in the transaction, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to help you. I really appreciate that. I want to be able to sort of, you know, set your expectations of what you think the, the transaction is going to be and uh, of what you're going to experience. Would that be OK? Would that be valuable to you? If I and even if you, I know you've bought five times before. Right. But things have changed since the last time that you bought. Would it be valuable for you that I walk you through and share with you what to expect? Yes. Can anybody imagine getting a no to that? All right. You guys all with me so far? Uh, yes. OK, great. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to go out and we're going to find a home. Typically, you may be surprised by this, but my buyers in the past would typically only go out to about uh, about two different times. So we'll go out, we'll take a look at four or five homes on Tuesday. We go out on Thursday, take a look at four or five homes, and then they make a decision, they write an offer that gets accepted. Now, I'm not suggesting to you, Mr. Buyer, that I'm only going to take you out twice, right? Because I'm here for you till the end of time. I'm just sharing with you what some of my other buyers have, you know, uh, you know what the most other buyers do. Is that fair, Mr. Buyer? Miss Buyer, Mrs. Buyer, yes. Okay, great. So when we go out and when we find the home and we write the offer that gets accepted, there's a few things that are going to happen after that. We're going to protect you and your interest, and we're going to make certain that we get that that home inspected. Okay, and at the very least, you're going to know if there's anything that's that's uh, that needs to be fixed. And we can get the seller to fix it, or we can accept it, or maybe we get the seller to give you some money. Is that, are you good to go with that? Yes, yes. Okay, great. So when we go through that inspection, what I want to prepare you for is I want to prepare you for the fact that we want to protect you of the big rocks. This is going to be the appliances, the utilities, the plumbing, the roof, the infrastructure. And we're not going to necessarily be, you know, I once upon a time I had this, this buyer that came in and asked for like 87 things. You can see how silly that is, right? Right. Because we don't want to, we don't risk the transaction based off a lot of little, little small things. Would you agree to that? Yes. And oh, by the way, when right after we go under contract, you may be feeling some anxiety. You may be feeling some apprehension. You may even be a little bit scared. Maybe somebody, a family member at that point, may be chirping in your ear saying, hey, did you make the right decision? Or maybe you may be thinking, did I make the right decision? Maybe you may even feel fragile. But certainly you got to feel excited. And I'm excited for you as well. So I just want to prepare you so that you can expect that when we get there. Is that fair? Yes, yes. Now, 
I just gave you two examples of conversations to have up front. So remember, the result is to get them to the finish line, as Travis, as you said, to get them to achieve their goals. All right. Perhaps solve problems along the way as well. And right now it's you're preparing them before you get there so that now when they go in and they get that home inspected, well, then they've already agreed that it's silly to ask for 87 repairs. But they agreed to that up front before it happened. If you wait until the home inspection comes in and then you try to have that conversation, now how do they perceive you? The same way as, go ahead, Travis. I was just saying uh, knowledgeable. Fantastic, right? They're gonna they're gonna trust you. All right. So the difference of having the conversation is when do you have it? Do you have it before it occurs or after it occurs? Because if you have it after the after it occurs, they look at you like a salesperson. They look at you like you're in this for you, not me. But if you have it before it occurs, you look like a professional. And you're less likely to come across those problems before they occur. Does that make sense to you guys? So the other thing that I did there as well was I had the two, the two, two showings or less conversation where I set the expectations of how often we're going to be going out. That eliminates the 87 showings. Has anybody here ever been on 87 showings? Yeah, it sucks. And then they rent, they ghost you. Yeah, not, not so interested. How do you avoid that? You address it up front skillfully. So these are the, this is what the anti-script class is today. Is I want you to label every single objection you've ever gotten. I want you to envision what are they feeling. And I want you to address it up front before it happens. When you do that, you won't have to solve problems any longer. All right, I'm going to, uh, I got about four minutes left here. So I'm going to ask for some ahas here in a second. And I also want to invite you, if you're interested, I'm doing a five-day listing challenge where I'm going to go through over five days, I'm going to unravel this. Some of you have already actually attended my five-day listing challenge, but on February 28th, I'm doing another one and it's going to be all new content. So I'm pretty uh, excited about uh, for that. You can visit www.the5daylistingchallenge.com. That's the5daylistingchallenge.com. And uh, what are your ahas? What did you guys take from today? What are your thoughts, questions? I think it's great that, you know, you you handled all of the objections up front and just, you know, be um, be forthright and up front with everything. I mean, we're all experienced agents just, you know, laid out on the line this way. You know, they're not surprised um, later. So a lot of, you know, what you're saying is things that I know, but now I have to do it differently. Yeah, do it before it happens, right? Michelle's mm -hmm. got her, uh, thank you, Fran. That's awesome. Good to see you as well. Michelle, you, uh, go ahead. You have your raised, your raised hand, your hand raised. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to ask you before you said it, uh, the, the link for the listing challenge. I'm oh. very interested. Okay. Uh, yeah. five, five, the number five, fivedaylistingchallenge.com. Okay, and the, and it's free. You. It's a free course. So, you know, really? the price is, um, the price is I'm great. In. <laughs> All right. But okay. if, you want, if you want, you can pay $1,000 for it. Like, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> All right. No, what other I, I enjoyed this, by the way. You're great. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate the compliment. That, that means a lot to me. What other ahas, what other uh, comments, thoughts, questions do you have? Go ahead, Patty. I actually have this as a video drip campaign for, especially for first time buyers. Yeah. Set them up yeah. Just like a regular drip. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Set, set the expectations. Now you can do this with sellers. You can eat. The entire process is thinking what's going to happen three steps from here and you address it before it occurs. 
So if you treat your sales business like that, if you intend to say, have a vision of what's going to occur three steps down the road, whether we're talking about conversion or we're talking about handling objections, and you handle that objection before it comes, you're at a listing appointment. Before you talk to the buyers and sellers, say, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I know that right now you may you may be thinking that the two of you may you know want to consult each other and you know think about this over you know over the next day or so. And I can appreciate that. I really respect you for that. I'm just curious if that was you having that conversation, what would the two of you be asking of each other? Guess what? You have that. You say that to a husband and wife before they say it to you. You just got rid of the objection. Right. So think of every objection. You handle that objection before it, before it happens, not after it happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and your attention today. Uh, if I could be a resource for you, you can find me pretty easily online. Dan Roshan. You can also visit the Consistent Predictable Income Community. Just type that into the old Google thing and you'll find me. So uh, thank you, guys. I wish that you have the best day of your lives today. That you be grateful, make good choices, and help somebody. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Dan. This is great. Take care. Thanks, Dan. My pleasure. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.